Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. You A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Candace, uh, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Uh, excited. <laughs> I, I love the energy you bring. I watched a couple of your interviews and you're just, you're, I've never seen you sad. I don't believe. Oh, I get sad. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but I operate mostly in joy. Yes. There you go. Which is a great thing. So the list of viewers that tune in this interview, they can see you on Blight Spotting a Star. Season two just finished recently as uh, we see as Janelle, uh, how are you soaking all this in? Because the fans love the show and they couldn't wait for season two to premiere in April. I am, listen, Elis, I am just like, I'm always just beyond grateful. You know, I'm so blessed um, to be living my dream. I've worked very, very hard to finally book my first, you know, leading role. And I'm just Every day, I literally was just crying yesterday <laughs> about this, you know, because where I come from, very humble of beginnings and never quitting through all of my trials and tribulations. I'm, I'm just, I'm so grateful to be where I am right now. <laughs> Amazing. So we're, we're going to uh, jump into the, the latest season in a few minutes, but I, I want to know, get to learn more about you. Tell us about your journey to the acting world. What made you get into it? Uh, well, fun story. I always thought um, I was going to be a lawyer. That's what I originally wow. wanted to do. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to change the world one court case at a time, right? And then I took seventh grade drama at Sam Brandon Middle School in Sacramento. And I promise you, like, I know it's going to sound cliche, but it completely changed my life. I did a monologue for the first time ever on stage for my peers in front of the class. And that's where I was like, oh, no, God. I'm gonna change the world through my art. This is what I'm destined to do. And then from there, I literally just started like writing all my own plays. I started the drama program at my high school because again, I come from you know very humble uh, background. So we couldn't afford the arts at my high school. So I just was going for it. And then I just never gave up. I went to study theater in college, got my degree and yeah. <laughs> What's, what's been your family's reaction watching you grow into the industry? Oh, my goodness. They, most of the time, they say, like, oh, my gosh, Candace, like, you've literally, since we were little kids, like, since we were a little girl, you've been dreaming this or saying that I want to do this, I want to do that. Like, I put my, I'm the eldest of six, okay. and I come from a single parent household, and, like, when we were younger, I would miss. I would direct like um, all of the productions we would do when my grandfather would visit from the East Coast and put them all in parts. Like I just was always doing this. So for them, they're like, oh my goodness, like look at our big sister. Like she really made her dreams or are making her dreams come true. Mm -hmm. So they're proud of me. And, um, you know, I'm happy as a big sister and also as a maternal figure to be that example for them because I'm also the first generation in my family to graduate from college, you know? So it's just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, they're proud. <laughs> as an actor, uh, what do you do to make your craft better and better every day? Oh, um, oh, well, you always want to be studying. In fact, I was just talking to someone about this, about how, like, how I miss taking class. You know, it's important. Yeah. 
no matter where you are in your career, that you should always be studying and like honing your skill set. So, um, and then of course, always just constantly creating. I'm someone who doesn't believe in waiting for mm. opportunities or waiting for Hollywood. And when I do believe that God has already put everything that we need inside of us to fulfill our purpose and what he's assigned for us to do. So instead of me just sitting back and waiting, I always think like, okay, God, what do I have at my disposal? What can I do on my own to create and do like you created me to be a creator. Right. So what can I do? What can I put out there, God, for you to bless? Or what can I do to inspire other people? Like I'm always, which is probably another reason why I can't sleep, Elias, because I'm always <laughs> My brain is, you know, because I understand my purpose and my assignment while I'm oh. here. And you see people are passing away like every day. Oh, yeah. and so I'm always so focused on like, okay, Candace, what is in your control? Because the how is God's business. You don't know where your next part's going to come from. You don't know if we're going to get a season three. You don't know, you know, the we're on a writer's strike right now. Like there's so many things that's uncontrollable within this industry and pursuing this field. So um, I just always try to focus, like my job is to focus on my why and it's God's job to focus on the how. So when I'm focusing on my why, I'm like, what can you do within your own capability, what he's already put in you to keep going? I, <laughs> that I saw was a long answer. <laughs> That's okay. When I was doing my research on you, I saw that you uh, you first fell in love with theater. What made you transition now from theater into TV and film? What oh, made I, you go? To, what made you go to the next step? Oh, yeah, no, it's something I always wanted to do. And I really want to give a shout out to the ABC showcase. I did that in 2016. And that was that was the opportunity that shifted that where I first started going into TV and film, you know, but it was something I always wanted to do. Because people were like, if you want to primarily do theater, move to New York, if you want to yeah. do film, you know, go to LA. So I moved to Los Angeles, because again, because I'm aware of what God has put in me. I understand the importance of my story and my testimony that no matter the platform, right, God can use you to reach people, but obviously you can reach the masses more when you do do TV and film, when you have more of that visibility to get your message out. So I, I'm just a lover of the arts. So I love all the media. Now theater will always be my first love. Because doing theater is way different than doing TV. Right, <laughs> That's right. a whole different beast right there, you know? So I love that my foundation is there and my training is there. And to be on a show like Blindspotting, where they literally have taken the aspects and elements of theater and brought it to the screen, it was like the best of both worlds, you know? So, yeah. yeah. What's uh, what's Candace's ultimate goal in the industry or ultimate or like a, um, a role that you want to get someday? Oh, Elias. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I have so many kids. No, like I, I really, and I want to say this, I'm very grateful for any opportunity I am given, of course, you know, but I, I do believe, and I say this so humbly, Jesus, like I believe that God has really put a lot of gifts and talent in me. And I don't really think I've been yet given the opportunities to showcase all that I can really do, you know? So I, I want to do action, you know, I want to yeah. do the Marvel and like Vi Miss Viola, Woman King and Chris <laughs> Michael B. Like, I want to do this action stuff. I want to be the lead of a horror film. I want to be able to be the lead of a romantic comedy. Like, I, you know, I can dance. I want to do a dance. Like there's, I, for me, 
because of what I believe God has put in me and also because of the God that I serve, I believe that this not even the sky is the limit. Like there's so much out there that I'm believing for and that I hope is going to come to pass. I, I want to do everything, you know, like, oh, it's just amazing. I, a lot of passion. I, I told you, I love your energy. I love it. I love it. So uh, let's jump into uh, Blind Spotting uh, Stars season two recently premiered. What do you yeah. think makes this uh, series so special? One, because nothing is like this on TV. And I know oftentimes people kind of say that about their, you know, the work that yeah. they're on, but I really mean that. Like, even if I was weren't a part of this show, I would still feel the same way. I think the movie Blind Spotting was powerful. And then now for them to create a series and what they're doing, bringing all the beauty, all the pain, all the joy, everything that is Oakland to the screen. We don't really get to see that. And to see such multifaceted characters in this show, like we are literally like the mixing pot, like the rainbow on this show. Like there's someone out there that you can identify with watching on screen, you know, and specifically for Janelle, you know, and I say this all the time, it's like my tagline for her, but I, I just... I really love the fact that she is a chocolate brown skinned woman rocking locks from the Bay on TV. We don't see that. And we don't get to see women who look like me get to go through the process of discovering and finding themselves. Like she left all she knew in Oakland and went to a foreign country for five years. Yeah. You don't really get to see that, you know? And um, although we still haven't seen much of her journey yet, God willing, if we get a season three, we get to see more of her backstory. But I I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful to be a part of this show and for it to have been literally, Elias, it was 10 years to the day that I booked Janelle. And I was like, wow, God. So like that overnight success stuff, listen, I don't know where people got that from. <laughs> it took me 10 years, Jesus, going through homelessness, couldn't feed myself, like all this stuff to finally book that role. And for it to be a role that specializes in like theater, that specializes in spoken word verse where people know that I do poetry, you know? And although I, Janelle hasn't done poetry on the show, to even be a part of a show that has these artistic elements, it's like nothing but God. Literally, Elias, when I booked it, everybody was like, oh my gosh, it's like this was literally ordained for you. Like you being a poet, you being from Sacramento, yeah. like how you are. Nothing but God. That's why you wait. You be patient, y'all. Okay. Keep okay. holding on to faith. God know what he's doing. <laughs> so, so with Janelle, like you felt like you're so connected with this character. Any challenges playing this character? Or did you find it easy? Um, I wouldn't say easy, but I would say there was so much familiarity with right. Janelle yeah. uh, that it, it made me more comfortable in creating her because I feel that we're so similar, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it was easy, if you will, to tap into certain parts of her that I didn't really have to create because it was like, oh, this is who I, like, we're the same. Yeah. You know? The only thing I will say, I guess, kind of difficult, not really difficult, but outside of me as Candace, I don't really cuss 
that much. Okay. Which is not <laughs> a bad thing. I was over there like, F you, blah, blah. and you know, and I, like, I've never said the N word until I played Janelle, you know? So it's like, I'm like Janelle a little bit more rowdy rowdy <laughs> <laughs> than I am. But other than that, no, it, it, it felt like home playing mm -hmm. her. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned creating. Did you have any input with the creators about how you wanted to play this character? Did they ask your like uh, oh advice? God. Yes, yeah. not necessarily ask advice. However, Raphael and David, I just I love them so much, and I'm so grateful to them for even this opportunity. Like I always tell them, like y'all just like have completely changed my life. You know, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like okay, Candace, we get it, but I'm like I'm just so grateful, you know. Um, that they trusted me to bring this character to life. And I'm also very grateful because you don't really get this a lot as an artist where they had created such a collaborative workspace. They mm -hmm. were very open to like, if you had questions or, which I did, I'm the queen of questions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you're like, if you have suggestions, you know, I remember in season one, episode six, which is also one of my favorite episodes where we dealt with the um, issue of colorism within the community. And I remember going to Raphael, Raphael and I was like, Rafa, you know, as black women, when we're just in the house chilling, we'll have on a bonnet or a headscarf. Like, can Janelle, is that okay? Can I talk to wardrobe? I think Janelle should have her locks wrapped for this. And he was like, oh yeah, no. So, you know, it's like things like that where mm -hmm. they're very open and welcoming to your input. And I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> oh, so we've had two seasons so far. How would you describe now Janelle's journey, season one, into season two and hopefully what we see in season three if we see a season three. Oh, uh, well, season one, we know she was very, very guarded. Yeah. <laughs> the whole season, she was a mystery. Listen, she was a mystery to me. She was kind of a mystery in season two also in a no, little bit. I was just about to say that. I was about to say that, you know, we didn't find out what was going on with her until the season finale of season yeah. one. We're like, oh, dang, she was married. She became a stepmom and all this stuff. But then in season two, literally that, we pick up and she's still a mystery. We're like, what is going on with her? The good thing is we didn't have to wait till the finale. You know, we found out episode five, you know, we found out who Mustafa was. Shout out to Joe. I love him so much. It was amazing working with him. Um, so that was nice. But it's still that thing, you know, where people, uh, you know, I hear a lot of supporters, you know, who really love Janelle because they can see themselves representing her and wanting more of her story. You know, they want to know. I I want to know as an artist and I think that's what makes it exciting which God willing I hope we do get a season three because it's exciting for me as an artist because there's so there's so much still to discover with Janelle there's so much we don't know about her like mm. I have so many questions as an artist you know yeah. whether Colin her mama there's so, her dad like there's so much of her world that we have yet to explore um, and one of the biggest questions is why did she stay for five years in Bali? Right. That's a big thing. You know, it's one thing if she was going to visit and trying to travel the world, but she lived out there, kept this whole other life secret from her best friend, her mama, didn't even come home when her brother Colin, like in the movie, went to jail. You know, it's just like, okay, so who is this, this right. woman, you know? So, and now what is she doing now that she's back in Oakland? Mm. Like you live this whole other world and now you're back. So what does that really look like with you being back now, you know? And how does that really look with her dynamic with her and her friend, Ashley? We never really explored that either, you know? Like she was just gone. So I don't 
don't know. It's exciting. So God willing, if there is a season three, I pray that we get to maybe tap into more of her and then maybe some spoken word, maybe some poetry. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You mentioned Ashley, uh, which is played by Jasmine. Uh, Mm -hmm. How would you, how would you describe that chemistry between you two as, as the roles and then as offset also? Um, you know, Jasmine, she is, uh, she shows up, you know, we're very professional. We do, um, we're all very focused on like the purpose and the purpose is telling this amazing story. You know, um, we are, you can definitely catch us as a cast, like in between takes, like we sing a lot, (laughs) always singing and dancing, but, um, you know, working with Jasmine, you know, it's, it's nice to work with her, uh, like I said, she's professional and we both are very much where we know our characters so well. So when we come, we're just ready to work, you know, and then um, if there's room to play, which again, Rafa and David create the yeah. space where that can happen, then we do that with each other with different takes and everything. And we just kind of, you know, we flow. <laughs> you mentioned David. I had him on the show a couple a couple months ago. Very humble person. Very, I it's love like, him. So nice. Any advice that he gave you when you joined the cast? Um, the funny thing to be, he's really quiet. Or yeah. so I have seen when I'm around him. Um, the advice, you know, David, he's just always been very welcoming to me. I can't really think of like specific advice, but he's encouraging, you know, yeah. if I've ever asked any questions or something, he's always there and available. He lets me know if, hey, if you need anything, like, you know, where he like talk to us and, um, no, but I, I love David so much. Like his spirit, you know how you meet people and you're like, yeah. your spirit is so beautiful. And I'm so grateful to get to play his little sister. Like I get to play David Diggs' little sister. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> for the fan, uh, for the fans of the show, what are you hoping they remember for your perform from your performance as Janelle? What are you hoping they get out of it? I'm hoping that. They see themselves, of course, you know, um, because the role of Janelle is very important uh, because of what she's representing for women that look like her and little girls that look like her. So I'm hoping that that people, what they get out of her from from the information that we have of her so far. Right. I, I hope that people get her courage that people get her loyalty, that people see her heart, which mm-hmm. is something we have in common, you know, that people see that they genuinely see themselves or someone that they recognize, you know, um, like, oh, that's auntie, that's my sister, you know, yeah. which is what people say to me. And that's the thing that is important to me as an artist where I'm like, oh my goodness, this character, whether how big or how small is making a difference and whether it's that one little girl or that one woman's yeah. life, or whatever, you know. And so I just hope that the takeaway is, is that they do see themselves and that they, when they see themselves that I'm doing justice in bringing the most authentic and grounded character that I can to screen, you know. That's awesome. And I, like I said, I hope we see a season three. Yes. Well, what's next for you now? Any other projects you want to tell us about that you're coming out? I know with the writer strike and everything, things are getting difficult. Oh, it lost. Listen. It's rough out here in these streets, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is Jesus. 
Um, so again, because of the right, right, I can't control that. TV yeah. and film is not really happening right now. I can't control that. So what can I can control? I have a whole one woman show, a rose called Candace that I wrote, produced, and directed. So I'm really right now trying to get bring that back to LA. I'm really um more so like focusing on like you know going back to my first love theater. Like what yeah. focusing again on what I can do um on my own while we're waiting for the you know the whole thing to clear up with the writer's strike hopefully yeah. and um of course spoken word like i'm always constantly being booked you know trying to get wherever god gives me the opportunity to share my yeah. art that's where i'm gonna go i'm a <laughs> amazing uh candace uh, how can the listeners and viewers find you on social media to keep up with you with all your news hey y'all y'all can find me by my name everything is like candace nicholas Slipman or candace the poet on twitter and tiktok but on Facebook and YouTube and all, you know, Instagram, it's Candace Nicholas Littman. <laughs> yeah, this is just great. Uh, we have to get you back on. I love the energy. Yes. Let's get you back on in the future. Please, I would love to. <laughs> right. So yeah, this went great. I'll make a few little edits and uh, like keep. I'll I'll tag you on Instagram so you can share the interview as well. Yay! Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. This was great. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.